Welcome to the Backbox Pinball Podcast, a podcast for lady pinballers and their friends. In each episode, we will sit down with a guest and talk about news and events related to the sport and hobby of pinball. Here are your hosts, Lauren Gray and Rebecca Salem. Welcome everyone to the Backbox Pinball Podcast. Yay, Rebecca! I'm so excited! It's Monday! We survived the day! We did survive Monday. I, I like recording on Mondays. I mean, we mostly survived the weekend. That was a long weekend. That was a long, long, leaping weekend. I do sound a little off. I am under the weather, but that's okay. I have taken all my drugs, legal drugs, but I've taken all my drugs. Um, I have like the worst sinuses ever, but that's okay. It's going to be totally fun. Also, you spent all of Sunday yelling into a microphone because apparently you just weren't loud enough. Someone said that to me, listeners. Someone said, you're not loud enough. And I was like, in my entire life, no one has ever told my Puerto Rican behind that I am not loud enough. I was like, Wait, who are you? I'm like, so I like, I got loud on that thing. I was like, da, da, da. I was like, nobody can tell me I'm not loud. Whatever. Anyway, so yeah, so I spent all day yelling into a microphone. My voice is just trash, but I think I sound good enough for the podcast today. So I was like, we're going to do this because I've been looking forward to this episode for months because we had to reschedule this twice. And I'm like, we are not rescheduling it again. I was like, we are having them on the show. It's going to be awesome. We're doing it. We're, we're doing, doing it. it. Yes. Success. All right. I am so excited. Uh, this is an amazing. Like, I'm going to call them a pinball power couple. I, I, I feel like I get that vibe from them. It's like totally like that's their jam. And we're going to find out. This is hashtag couple goals, you guys. Hashtag nice. couple goals. It is hashtag couple goals. I love it so much. From Taylor, Texas, the owner and operators of the Hangout Pinball Lounge, please help me welcome Jorge and Eloisa Mesa. Yay! Hey. All right. Thank you. <laughs> or hey, Eloisa, I know it's been a journey to try to get you guys on the show because just our schedules have not meshed and we've had to move things. So we appreciate you guys being flexible. For those folks who don't know you, and we'll start with you, Jorge, tell us about your pinball journey, like where you started from and where you're at today. Okay. Uh, so I started, my first memory of pinball was actually when I was younger, I would say like somewhere between three and five years old and just playing the Adams Family at a truck stop slash restaurant. And I just remember, like, I was not able to, like, look completely over to see the, the play field. But I just knew that that Uncle Fester electric chair was right there. And I, that's the only thing I could see the ball go into. So I was like, okay, if anything, I'll just treat this as, like, a mini lower play field. So that was my first instance. And then picked it up again in college and after college. Did a lot of that during COVID. And I was like, yeah, I still got the bug in me. <laughs> I love that so much. And we're going to hear about more how that bug has now turned into like a legit like business. I love it so much. Eloisa, tell us your journey about like kind of how you found pinball and where you're at today. Um, yes, it all started just back in the day when I was young, uh, going to high school. My mom would take us to the laundromat to do laundry. And there is this pinball machine. It was fun house. And um uh, my mom could just uh, spare so much quarters because she had to use it for her for the machines. Been there, girl. So she would just give me a certain amount, and I'm like, no, and I would just like play, and and I loved it. But then later in life, I kind of just like forgot about pinball. I know it's sad. <laughs> it happens. Yes, and then when I met Jorge, um, he introduced me again into pinball. <laughs> I love that so much. Pinball, like you guys came together, and like now pinball is like your thing. 
Yes. Yeah. Pinball's life. Pinball. <laughs> hashtag couple goals. Hashtag pinball. <laughs> I feel like there's going to be a lot of hashtags in this episode. Like, <laughs> listener beware. So we're going to talk more about like what you're doing business wise here in a little bit. But I'm so excited. Oh my god, they had like the best stuff at the laundromat. And like it's like I they mostly had arcade games at my laundromat. But I love that. I love that so much. I feel like we were we're already vibing. I love it. All right. <laughs> We're going to talk more about the Hangout here in a minute, but we're going to go into our next segment, which is Pinball News. But before we do that, we want to thank one of our sponsors. We love them, or him, I should say. It's Neil from Forever the Flip Custom Hoodies, who has been supplying us with some serious swag. Oh my gosh, Lauren. I mean, we've talked about his hoodies before. Yes, but everybody should have one because they're literally the most comfortable thing known to humankind. I don't think I've worn a pullover hoodie probably since freezing in the basements of the grad school of yesteryear and if i had only had this then i would have been warm and i would have been cozy and i would have been happy but i can be warm and cozy and happy now because i have to go back to the office and let me tell you if you work at an office in texas oh yeah it is either nine thousand degrees because you ain't got air conditioning or it's like 40 degrees below zero and these hoodies will make you not freeze to death so highly recommend them because they look cool, but also they'll keep you from freezing to death if you have to go back to work in an office. Yeah, I mean, they're super, like, I don't know exactly what they're made out of, but they're made out of, like, hugs and, like, dreams. Angels. And, like, angels. Like, it's what mm-hmm. angels feel like. But they're also got cool pinball prints. Like, it's all pinball stuff. I know that there's a, a custom carry wing design. There's a custom design for Danny Pack. Neil is very supportive of women in pinball. And then just, he makes a really cool hoodie. So, forevertheflip.com. We'll put links in the show notes. But we want to say thank you to Neil for supporting the show and giving us really cool swag. All right. Moving into pinball news. Not tons of like news news. The, the thing that kind of caught my eye today, Rebecca, is did you see that amazing promo from Haggis about the shipment of the first Fathom? I did. And do you want to know what else I did? Because I'm a monster and this is how I watch videos. Ah. I watched it on mute. <laughs> what is wrong with you? It had like a cool soundtrack. I'm a monster. I watched it on mute and I was like, these look really pretty and I would like to play one someday. And I'm really excited that they're shipping games. But uh, I watch everything on mute and it's because I don't know why I do it. PSA, anybody, if you make a YouTube video, I want subtitles. I do like subtitles because they're helpful to our friends who are um, hearing impaired. But also, um, sometimes you're like, I can't listen to this. I need to listen to something else and I want to watch this. And my ADD, ADHD kicks in and I'm like, I want to do both these things at the same time. Oh, yeah. But the the soundtrack to that video was really cool. And that the inside of that cabinet is sick. And like all the like the cool haggis stuff. And I was like, this is the prettiest play field. I'm like, look at this. It's so nice. I love it. So um, I don't know, Jorge, Eloisa, did you guys get a chance to see that video yet? Not yet, unfortunately. You guys, we'll send you a link. You got to check it out. We'll put a link in the show notes. But it is like, it is so choice. It's so clean. I want a Fathom so bad. Like, the, like it's really hard because it's like now I need a new machine to round out my collection. And I'm like, do I get TNA 2.0 or do I like yes. get like a new Fathom? And I'm like, I can't decide. Yes. Yes, yes to all the things. I'm- yes to all of the pinball machines. Or you can just end up with a virtual pinball machine downstairs in the kitchen where you can have both. <laughs> oh, my goodness. 
Always go for it all. But virtually, it's not the same. Yeah, no. Or open an arcade. Um, Lauren, I yeah, personally I mean, believe you should just open an arcade. I mean, I, I'm, I'm with people who have done that. Like, essentially, you and Jordan are, uh, like, operators. Uh, Jorge and Eloisa, like, own an arcade. I mean, <laughs> I feel like I'm with the best people to talk this through with. So, in time. In time, I think that may be, may be a possible solution to all of this. <laughs> More news. I want to talk a little bit. I first want to say thank you. Hashtag pinball people are the best people and hashtag pinball family. We had So today is Monday, April 25th when we're recording this. Yesterday we had the San Antonio community got together and we had a very Ousler Memorial tournament at What's Brewing, um, our like main pinball shop here in San Antonio. And... It was a huge turnout. We had 50 players in the tournament. I think there were like 30 players like munching on tacos and hanging out and playing all these amazing games. We had people from the community like donate their games. Rebecca, you bought Bad Cats. Um, we had Rusty from the Game Preserve in Houston bring Joust so people oh. could play Joust. That thing was awesome looking. I was like, oh my God, it's so amazing. But you know, running around like doing stuff. But uh, it was just so much fun. We raised over just over um, $3,200. That's amazing. For for yesterday's event, between everything we did, you know, there and between like Eventbrite and cash, like it came up to $3,200 like net. So we were super excited about that. Also want to say a huge thank you to Dan Spoiler and the amazing people at Project Pinball. Um, they, um, along with American Pinball, came together and um, donated that um, Hot Wheels play field. That went for, um, they collected $2,010 um, and they gave that away on Saturday. And so to get, you know, that's about $5,000. And right now the GoFundMe is just under 16000 So I think between those two things, they, they're going to meet their goal of trying to raise twenty k. So um, we're really happy for Kathy and being able to support, you know, when people, when pinball people like need help, like the fam comes together. It's just like, you know, it's any good family. Like when you need help, everybody kind of like pitches in and comes together. I mean, my favorite, one of my favorite things was that, well, what was hard was the first thing that happened was when everybody was asking me, of course, you're going to buy the cat TARDIS, right? And also you should adopt Barry's cats. And I'm like, I, there is no way in the world we can have five cats in this house. Like, there's no way it's not going to fit. Also, I can't fit the TARDIS in the house. Um, And so I was very much like, I was asking my parents, I was asking everybody I knew. And then by the end of the night at the tournament, um, some local folks. So it was a little girl and her dad. And I will remember this because she stalked Jordan setting up bad cats. Like, I did not know this was like a cat lady in waiting or whatever. She's in you training. Know, the term in training. There we go. Cat lady um, in training. Cat lady in waiting. Yeah, she waits on cats and that's what we do. It's <laughs> We're made that way. And she watched Jordan set up that bad cats and just waited and waited and waited to get to play it. And she played it the whole time. Um, like, whenever there wasn't anybody on it, she was there. But she ended up, this little girl got to adopt Barry's cats. And then what was great was uh, Doyle, <laughs> Chris Doyle, bless his heart, who doesn't have cats, who he ended up winning the cats. cat TARDIS, you know, had decided to go and give the cat TARDIS. Kind of threw it in with the cats. Threw it in with the cats. Um, because the, the, the person is a Doctor Who fan anyway. So it kind of like, if anybody was going to have the cat TARDIS along with Barry's cats, it should be a guy who's into Doctor Who. And his daughter was like so excited. Um, they were just, it was nice to see that the cats found a good home. Kathy's allergic to cats, which was like, she didn't, she didn't think she could keep them long term. Um, so she was hoping to find them a, a, a forever, forever home. Forever and she did. home. A forever home. And she did. So we were, we were really, that was a, that was a nice little thing. So yes, the cat TARDIS and the cats have found a home 
Um, we raised, we hit our goal for money between all the pots, but we want to say thank you to everybody that donated, everybody that like, you know, put something into the GoFundMe, people who donated through the Playfield. Thank you so much. I know it meant a lot to Kathy, Barry, and, you know, their extended family. I, I know it meant a lot and it means a lot to us. It does. You know, being the Central Texas pinball community, um, it meant a lot to us as well. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And we'll include links in the show notes. The GoFundMe is still going on. We'll include a link. But we just really wanted to say thank you so much. That, that really meant a lot. Other big news. It is not out yet, but we have a new shirt coming. And it is legit freaking awesome. Oh, it's so good. It is so, it's like chef's kiss good. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I mean, I like our like old shirt because it's our logo. Um, yeah. But Regina, uh, Hello Reg on Instagram, she has does any of the Bell stuff you see come out of San Antonio. She does the designs for us. Um, she did the logo for the show. I've talked about her on the show before. We should really have her on sometime. Um, but she, I was like, dude, we need a new shirt. Like, we need a new shirt. And she put together this amazing design. We're like tweaking it. So it probably should be coming out here in the next week or so. But we wanted to let you guys know, new shirt is coming. You're going to love it. If you love the show, you love us, you're going to love this shirt. It's like every, it's like everything like that's our jam. Like, it's cool. It's retro. It's, it's purple. Us. It's us. It's so us. We're very excited about it. So more to come on the shirt. But the big thing that's going on this weekend, Rebecca, because you already did your nails for it, MGC, Midwest Gaming Classic. We'll see if they last. We'll see. We'll see. You know, it takes me three hours to do them every time. But yeah, MGC is this weekend. Rachel is running the tournament. I am stoked. We're bringing Pogs back. I don't know how I'm going to do the Pogs tournament and the pinball tournament at the same time, but we're going to find out. So it's going to be amazing. And then I'm like, it. there's a lot that's going on this weekend. Zapcon is this weekend. I think there's another thing going on this weekend. And then I wish I could go to Ladies Flip Wisconsin. It's just it like, I wish. I know. Rachel's going to turn around and do, she's going from, I mean, this is Rachel Ristow who um, runs Ladies Wisconsin. She's running the MGC thing, of course, which Bex just mentioned, but she's also doing like this mega women's tournament in DPR. I think that's how you can pronounce it. Uh, essentially District 82, just outside Green Bay. When, and I Googled, like I searched flights from San Antonio to Green Bay. That is not an easy plane ride. And I'm like, well, maybe I could drive 22 hours. I'm like, I'm really like rearranging my life and I'm like trying to like because I feel like it's like the biggest what like, are your flights out of Austin Lauren why don't you fly out of Austin I know I probably should because it's way cheaper you can just park your car at my house I'll take you to the airport yeah like you would think San Antonio being the eighth largest city in the U.S. would have cheap flights let me tell y'all no no that is not my life it is like expensive to fly out of San Antonio and you cannot get a direct flight anywhere you're going to connect anywhere you need to go it's annoying but you know good to rachel man she's got a very busy may coming up but i'm excited about mgc for you you're going to be our mgc correspondent backs we're going to need an mgc recap on the next episode so i'll tell you everything i will be half dead but i'll tell you everything i'm going to be so jelly i'm so excited you know what we love on this show knives we love knives and we love District Cutlery, like our OG sponsor. Uh, they're amazing, Rebecca. I love Derek's so cool. They are so amazing. And we wanted to share with you guys today that their mail-in sharpening service is simple and an easy way to get your knives and scissors cutting again. Just wrap them up tight and then mail them to their shop in D.C. Master sharpener Ryan and his team of bladesmiths and pinball fanatics will restore their edges and have them headed back your way within 24 hours. That's freaking fast, y'all. These folks are pretty good pinballers, but they are pro-level sharpeners. 
For 10 years, over 100,000 people have trusted District Cutlery to make their knives happy again. The owners went to Japan to learn and develop secret knife sharpening techniques. Lauren, we love secrets, right? We do love secrets. These should be the only people that you trust with your knives. And legit, like, people mail them knives all the time, and it's not weird. Like, if somebody mailed you knives, might be weird. It's not weird for them. They get knives in the mail all the time. And if you don't have a box, they'll send you a box and packing material. But most people just wrap their knives and scissors in a towel and pack the towel in a box. Don't make it weird. They will send you a label if you need one. You can make all of the arrangements and find their shop address on their website, which we will include in the show notes. Um, There's lots of ways to uh, get all of their info, but uh, I'm not going to read it to you here because y'all can read um but their sharpening service is your solution to your dull knife problem using dull knives is dumb especially when you have a solution like the great people at district cutlery they are just so awesome and they are going to support us y'all like get this for all of our listeners if you use the sharpening service you get 25 percent off if you use the code pinball 25 that's the word pinball and the number two five and that's going to be 25 percent off of this service and they're amazing they're supporting us and then they're giving this amazing discount to our listeners just pack them up send it to them and you're going to get 25 percent off that service i'm going to send them my knife i'm really excited about it so i am going to throw my knife in the mail rebecca but again district cutlery districtcutlery.com for all of the info and again we'll include all of this info in the show notes all right uh so we got we got mgc news coming up we got ladies flip wisconsin ladies tournament at district 82 in a couple weeks lots of good stuff but that's not what the show is all about this show is about the hangout pinball lounge which is like one of the coolest places i've been to in a really long time and i'm not just saying that because they're on the show i legit was like this place is awesome i was like oh my gosh this is like the coolest place i've been to in a really really long time so Jorge, Eloisa, like what like possessed you to open an arcade? And I think as a matter of fact, I don't have the dates in front of me, but you opened it like right before the pandemic, I think, or during the pandemic. So like, where did that like come from? How did that all get started? It all started because uh, it was because of COVID, you know, uh, at the time I was working second shift. So my uh, time was between, you know, working two to 11 and uh, Eloise and I, we have a three-year-old daughter, and um, you know we were doing parent stuff and everything. And uh, I was working second shift, so I would say bye to them in early in the morning. And then um, I had like I don't know several hours to burn, and I just looked up pinball places down in Austin area, and I would just hit up all these different places and spend like my time right before work. You know, just kind of like disconnecting from all the stress of what was going on in the world you know being a new parent's not easy so just a little bit of me time you know and just focusing on a little silver ball bouncing back and forth just was the right stuff for me to kind of like you know get my thoughts together you know kind of get ready for work so um this little habit may have turned into a problem where i it was after work you know i was like well baby and mom are still asleep i'm just gonna go down to one of the local places and play some pinball, you know, because it was that great. It was a it was a great way for me to like just get some stress free time, you know, just get it all done. And you know, sometimes hobbies become you know um, addicting. Addicting, yes. <laughs> so <laughs> we don't know anything about that. Mm-mm. Oh man, <laughs> nothing. And so you know, Eloisa was like, "Hey, what are you doing? Like, get on home." I was like, "Yeah, you're right." You know, 
Uh-huh. I'm like, is this going to become a problem? So I figured if this is going to be a problem, why not find a solution? So I was like, we were at Old Terla High is home to several different businesses. One of them is uh, the local craft brew house. So we were out on the lawn and I was just thinking, you know, we moved to Taylor, small town right outside of Austin. And, you know, it's really quiet and calm. And uh, I was like, there should be something for like kids and young adults. And I was like, why not? We just have like a, an arcade, mostly focused on pinball, you know? And I floated the idea to Eloisa and she's like the expertise in managing businesses. And you know what? She gave it the thumbs up. She's like, that's not bad. And I was like, really? All right. I'm going to run with this. I'm going to take this opportunity (laughs) and run with it. And, um, you know, we just thought about it and, uh, I started streaming, like watching stream videos. And, uh, that's where I found Becca and Jordan of Flipptronic. And, uh, I, Got in touch with them and said, like, hey, I'm kind of wanting to do this. Do you know anybody that could help us out with machines and everything? So they gave us the contact info to some games that were housed over at Buffalo Billiards, as well as a coin, a local coin operator that helps me dearly with uh, any issues with machines. So, you know, it just started snowballing from there. And, you know, we just kind of like were feeling like we have to do this. Why not? We got to like invest in ourselves and, uh, and so sure enough, like Eloise was able to handle all of the, the paperwork to get a, a, a business established. All of this is because of Eloisa that made it, uh, an imaginary thought come into reality. So <laughs> if you're going to thank anybody, you have to thank Eloisa. Ah, oh, thank you. Eloisa, thank you so much. I mean, we always need more pinball. And, you know, it's like this idea, like when you're a hobbyist, like, you know me, like I'm like, wouldn't it be awesome if I own my own pinball arcade? Like you don't think of all the things that go into running a business because at the end of the day, it's still a business. Yeah. And so I kind of want to back up a little bit. So for our listeners, you know, geography wise, like Taylor's just outside of Austin's kind of like north, northwest ish. East. Is it east? I'm, it's you can't see me. Yeah. I'm moving my hands like <laughs> everywhere. Uh, it's, it's outside of Austin. But the thing that I remember the first time that I went to the hangout and they're like, it's in a high school. And I'm like, what do you mean it's in a high school? Like, what do you, I don't understand. They're like, no, 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 look, the old high school, they built a new high school. Like, that is really unusual. And it, it, there's there's just this uniqueness about being in the high school. And I know you kind of mentioned, you know, you kind of went to the craft brewery, but like, what what about that appealed to you? Well, um, at that time when we did finally decided that we wanted to go ahead and start a business, we were well, Jorge met up with a realtor and just kind of was. We were looking at different places, you know. We're like, oh, okay, that one's all right. Well, you know, just trying to picture it all, right? And then um, finally, when Jorge mentioned that we went to go just drink there at the uh, the I guess it's called the Loose Crew. We found out that some of the classrooms were available to be leased out. And we're like, oh my God, this is perfect. Like, this is, I mean, this is like unique. Like, I think this is perfect, you know? So, um, after just going to different places, um, we finally decided that we wanted to just do it there because we thought it was so cool and, and just something different. And like you said, an old school, like, 
just yeah i i it's i listeners i can't it like imagine like a high school from the 1950s like you walk in it's all exterior it's all brick you walk in everything's like white you got lockers running down the halls and each of the classrooms have been converted into businesses and they're all different kinds of businesses and like the the, y'all got a primo spot right by the door some nice Mm -hmm. windows it's like it's very across from the bar it's also across from the loose screw and right down the hall from that amazing deli like like, seriously, mm-hmm. I dream about their sandwiches. But it's like, but you know, it's those things like when you have a arcade, like especially if you're catering like to adults at times, like sometimes like an adult wants a beverage or an adult like wants a sandwich or something to eat that isn't like potato chips, which I like potato chips. Don't get me wrong. But like sometimes you want lunch or dinner or whatever. Or ice cream or coffee, which are also choices now. Yes. Yes. yes those are down the yes. hall. Um, So it's like, I feel like you've built like this intentional community and like you guys are just a part of it. And like, I've never seen real estate utilized that way. Like I was like, this is the coolest thing. That's like, you know, you're taking this thing that could just be an eyesore and making it a vital part of the community. I mean, that's really, I mean, so amazing. So you like, okay, we're going to do this arcade. Eloise is like the you know brain. She's getting it all started. So when you guys opened up, like what were some of the challenges you guys faced, you know, you know, opening the arcade, and, you know, it's during COVID, like things are going on, you know, what were some of the challenges that y'all faced? Like you mentioned, um, well, we did open it during COVID so that to us was like the challenge right there. Just trying to, you know, we didn't know what to expect. You know, we were during that time where, all right, well, it's during COVID. I mean, we'll go ahead and um, follow the CDC and just wear masks, you know, do what we got to do just to, you know, make it a good and clean environment for everybody to enjoy and have a good time. But then little did we know that it wasn't the end of COVID. It just, it was just, it, it was different. So it was very challenging that we were expecting this like, whoa, this big grand opening with people pouring in. (laughs) And it was just slow in the beginning. And so we just had to think of a, a different things that we could do just to keep it running. So that was just for me, um, something that was, you know, challenging. I don't know if you agree. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it definitely was. I mean, we knew what we were getting ourselves into um, starting mid-COVID. But we, we just had faith in, like, you know, everything that we had, you know, that the future had. You know, it, eventually there was going to have to be the sun rising on the other end of the tunnel. <laughs> and so, you know, some days were good, some days are bad. And we were just all learning all together. But in a weird way, we just started seeing a lot of progress. And we just knew different things like seeing new people uh seeing other businesses like opening up around old taylor high to us it felt like spring you know and you just see all these things coming back to life and yeah we're definitely part of a community um there's so many more uh businesses that opened up at old taylor high and it feels like a a union really and we're just all like trying to support each other to get through this. And hopefully, you know, it seems like it's getting better. And we hope that it stays like that. And we're kind of like done with that being in business for that first year. You know, if you're in it for the first year, then it should get easier. I hope, yep. you know, but, <laughs> you know, and then raising a kid, you know, uh, right in the middle of it was, was tough too. You know, uh, we have a three-year-old daughter. She's amazing. 
she's been fighting for her independence since she was <laughs> two. And, you know, we were like, I hope we're doing it right. Cause there's no guidelines. There's no handbook on to do any of this, you know, but we just knew we had a dream and we had each other's support and we were like just cheering each other on to keep going and, you know, just working day jobs, being parents and moonlighting as, uh, pinball operators i mean you you really can't um say life's too bad when you own an arcade and you got all you had when when you started with zero machines and you now all of a sudden you're you have easy access to nine or ten like yeah it's definitely a win so we're here for the long haul it's so cool to get to see how far you guys have come and i remember like i remember seeing your grand opening and now over a year later, seeing all of the organi- like the organized events, you have your like monthly tournaments that are there. And then I know you guys now have started your own league out in Taylor, yeah. which is awesome. <laughs> and I mean, and then even on top of that, I mean, you guys are doing like a learn to play series. So it's just neat to get to see all of the ways that you're building your own community and Like, I know Austin, I think, struggled because we lost our home bar. And I mean, I'll say that forever and how we've always been on the search for like the new home bar. And, you know, Taylor's not exactly Austin, but it's it's always worth the drive. Not yet. (laughs) Not yet. Not yet. It's almost there. It's Austin is growing and I feel like Taylor is going to like kind of the way San Antonio is absorbing all these other small cities outside of it. I, I know eventually San Antonio and Austin will just become like essentially like the new DFW and like combined to be this giant metroplex. But <laughs> it's it's not too far. So, I mean, no. I'm not an Austinite, but like it feels like the, there's like enough ways to get to Taylor. I'm like, uh, it's not that far. Like it's like, I mean... San Antonio's pretty big, like it's very spread out. So like, you know, it's as long as you can get to something within 20, 30 minutes, that's like my thing, like 30 minutes. If it's more than 30 minutes, I'm like, all right, it's a little far. But it's like, <laughs> but if it's like 30 minutes or less, I'm like, it's fine. <laughs> we feel like anybody that comes out to the hangout, we really, we're really appreciative because we always ask people like, how'd you hear about us? Where are you from? And we've had so many people from so many different places, like already just hit us up and it's like, wow, they actually came all the way over here to this little old classroom, you know? And <laughs> so, yeah, we're we're kind of hidden out there for now. So you're the perfect day trip. I'm not going to lie. You're the perfect day trip. Um, and I say day trip like very generously. <laughs> you're really close to like because you guys are north and you're basically like a straight shot down. Uh, the road is called 79. And as someone who grew up in Round Rock, like, I know the road 79, like you take it east and you eventually get somewhere. But on your way, you go through the rest of Round Rock, you drive through Hutto and you end up in Taylor. Mm-hmm. And the journey is, is you get your donuts, you get your donuts in Round Rock, your pie in Hutto. And now um, we get to do more exploration in Taylor. And it's, nice. I think that there's even, didn't they set up like some of the old part of the high school as like Airbnbs or am I insane? But it looks, it's. It's cute, y'all. It's cute. If you're looking for a cute day trip, like the downtown is cute, the school is cute, go stay for a weekend in Taylor. If you actually want to know what it feels like in Texas, not that Austin isn't a trip or San Antonio isn't a trip, but... But those are really big cities. And like, yeah. to me, like Taylor is a like quintessential Texas town. I mean, it is growing. And I think I think Tesla just moved there, but they're not there yet. So you can mm-hmm. go and enjoy the amazing town of Taylor. And it's just, it's fun and it's unique. 
what has been the most surprising thing about, you know, owning an arcade and operating an arcade? Is there like one thing where you're like, huh, I wasn't expecting that? Uh, usually it's like uh, easy fixes to like when your machine's causing problems. You're like, oh, I could have easily just cleaned out the switch with a, a cue card or something, you know, because it was, <laughs> just wasn't making contact. Those are the most surprises. And I usually call on my lifeline and be like, hey, man. Uh, got this issue. What do you think? And from there, it's like you're just building your your skills. But every day is something different. It's a fuse. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> when in doubt, it's a fuse. Maybe. Sometimes. Or you got to stay in the contacts. I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> we'll pretend like I work on the machines. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jorge, he, he's the operator. Like, I don't know how to, you know, fix something. I not just had to play, right? Um, but I take care more of the operations of the business. So sometimes I just figure something new, like let's say something simple, like with the POS where I'm like, oh, I could have done it that way. Like, oh, I didn't know we can open a tab or, you know, stuff like that. It's boring my, what I'm saying. <laughs> it is, but that's the thing people don't think about. <laughs> it's, it's the thing people don't think about. It's the business aspect mm-hmm. that, you know, owning an actual business is Every day is something new. And, you, you know, we're kind of like running audibles all the time. So we're trying to make sure like we attract more new people in. And that all in itself is like trying to be creative. Like, what do we want to do? Do we make things a lot easier for people to learn these games, the rule sets, um, the way things function mechanically? You know, like there's so many opportunities to introduce people back into pinball, you know, because every day I get somebody's head peek in and they're like whoa pinball i hadn't seen these in like since forever you know and i'm like yeah man like they still make them you know come check out like this latest one that i got you know and uh they can't believe it you know they thought pinball died but it's it's still there you know and we just hope to to keep continuing to bring more and more people in and expanding the, the pinball community and it's it's been great the community itself, like you said earlier in the show, is like, you know, everybody's out to, to help each other out when you call for it. And we've recognized that, you know, Fliptronic helping us meet our the people that we needed to get started. Met Tracy, Bells and Chimes chapter in Austin. Woo-woo. <laughs> they actually brought you guys on over to San Antonio, Bells and Chimes over to San Antonio. And that was Definitely a trip. I had a great time that last time you guys were here. Yeah, we rolled in like a girl gang. We totally did. We all wore yes. shirts. We like weren't intimidating at all. We that loved it awesome. though. We, we had so much fun that day. And it was interesting. So I love that opportunity kind of like going back to what you were saying just a moment ago. Um, you would see people poke their head in the door like, is this a thing? Like, mm-hmm. it's like I could see the face. Like, they're like, is this a is this an arcade? And are those pinball machines? And I'm like, come join us. And like, come in. And they're like, do you work here? I was like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm just playing, come inside. And I was like, I remember, I was like, come on in. And then I, like, I, you know, it's like, they're like, what is this? I was like, it's an arcade. Enjoy. And, you know, just to see, you know, and, and these are like adults, adults older than me, like remembering what pinball, like, oh my God, they still have pinball. It's a thing. Or seeing like little kids, like, that's always my favorite when you see like five, six, seven, and they're like, what is this? I'm yeah. like, oh, we got another one. I was like, uh-huh. oh, they got you right there. <laughs> and um, seeing, you know, the enjoyment for the first time or seeing somebody revisit a lost love in a way. 
um, you guys are bringing that to Texas and to, to a community that didn't have that. And I, I just think it's really unique. I love your learn to learn to play series. Like we in San Antonio have been trying to do that for a couple of years and we have not gotten off the ground. So the fact that you guys are doing it, I'm like, kudos to you. Cause we are <laughs> like, we cannot like organize that. Like we tried, we're trying real hard. And there's like, and you know, I think, you know, Rebecca, you can talk to this a little bit more like the Austin community. There's so much pinball in Austin. So you guys have some different options. Um, but I feel like Taylor's just a really unique one. It is. It's super different comparatively because you have your, you know, I refer to them as your kitty casinos. You've got your pinballs and you've also got, you know, your bar vibe, which is your site arcade. And then outside of that, like you find things sort of scattered throughout Austin. It's like a pinball machine here, two over here. Like there's nothing like super duper concentrated as much anymore. So, and as far as Jordan and I went, we just dumped a bunch of machines at Texas Gamers Lounge. And on the note of community, I mean, Jorge and Eloisa, like, they own their own arcade, but there's never, but everybody loves this hobby so much. Like, Jorge came out to come play all of our games in Austin. And, you know, I think that just goes to show, like, how strong of a community that this is and how much we want to support each other and how much he wants to get in our good graces so that we'll put Weird Al there. Um, <laughs> no, I'm messing. I, I feel I'm that would be a safe place for Weird Al. <laughs> yeah, it she knows. Be. I already asked. I already he asked. He did. He did. He yeah. did. Trust me. Trust me. I'm, I'm, I'm working on it. Um, I'm not the one you got to ask. It's a journey. I know. It's the other one. That's the good person to ask. But I feel like when you go to a certain place, you're going for a certain feeling, like a certain vibe. And when I go to hang out, I know exactly like the feeling I'm going to get. Like if I want to go bring, if I want to go do something with my parents, that's where I'm going to take them because we can have pinball, we can have a beer, we can have lunch, we can do everything because it's all there. I mean, y'all have a billboard now. Like on the note of like getting big, y'all got a billboard. I saw it. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, I took pictures like like it was like uh, another baby, another child. I was That's like, look, awesome. look. That's a big baby. It is. We, we may need a picture of you with the billboard for the, the podcast. Like, that may be, have to be the photo because that's the, like, you know your big time when you got a big blanking billboard. Y'all are up there with Bucky's now. Like, yeah, I mean, like that's the thing. Like, exit there. Like, no, I know where I'm going. There you go. <laughs> and so, like, I can't speak to how cool it is enough and how, how great it is and... I mean, it's been neat to get to see. The other thing that I really appreciate is is that you guys have like a like a spectrum of games. Like you guys have anywhere from an EM all the way to modern Stearns. And we all know that I love your eight ball. I still don't know if anybody's beaten my grand champ on it. It's been months. No, it's still there. No, it's it's still there. Definitely, you still carried like the highest grand champ score. Um, awesome. Yeah, we we try and make our um, game lineup very eclectic. I want to show like the the evolution of pinball, you know, like I love uh, eight ball. It was my first game that I bought. The bells and chimes on it itself is just so appealing. You know, suspense is another one where they actually have the bells behind the back box where you could hear everything go off, you know, and, and to see where our latest game is uh, Elvira's house of horrors, you know, and (coughs) just to see like, Mm. uh, (laughs) you got to, you, you just see it, you know, how much it's advanced, you know, and how fun it is. And, um, you know, it's fun to see that in our space. And I feel like a lot of like, you know, 
barcades and like some of these other like you know kid casinos they do tend to go new like and that mm-hmm. and i feel like that, that that there's a loss of like continuity and there's a loss of like history and definitely if you want to be a competitive player like you need to learn like these older machines because you're going to go to tournaments and you're like what is this and i'm like oh you have fun with flash gordon or you have fun with eight ball or whatever and like you know a lot of i've, I've met players are like i've never seen anything you know older than like you know like fishtails, like a like DMD kind of era, and I'm like, uh-huh. oh, where you been, man? Um, but you know, I I love that you guys curate your collection and you have a wide variety, and there always seems to be something different every time I go. I'm like, oh, there's something new. I'm like, and I like that. It's like sometimes you go to places and it's like, all right, man, I've been coming here for like six months, and it's like the same, <laughs> and the, yeah. you guys keep it fresh. Yeah, we do, and luckily with uh, being in contact with operators, that gives us the ability to do that. I wish we had bigger space but you know some sometime down the line we'll we'll get there but for the for the meantime it's kind of like okay how do we keep it fresh how do i introduce challenges you know to to bring people in you know kind of fall under our spell and be like yeah come play come (laughs) come chase these uh, flashing lights and 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 noises and jingles so yeah, uh, our latest one is Medieval Madness, and I'm so surprised how many people love that game. They're like, "I love that game! I didn't know!" Yay! Yeah, yeah, it just came in last month, so oh, definitely yes. a fun game to play. And it's the original one, not the not, not the, the remake, mm-hmm. not the remake. No, ah, oh, I'm excited. I'm gonna. Make- We're due for a trip. We need to stop going to places. <laughs> we need to stop going places so we can go go to a different yeah. place. No, it's gonna be awesome. Well, Jorge, Luisa, thank you so much for sharing with us about the Hangout. Um, we'll put some links in the show notes about how they can contact you. But like, what's the next big thing for y'all? Like, do you have anything on the horizon that you're like, I have, we haven't told anybody about this? Or what are your plans? Yeah, what are you doing next? Well, you know, renewing our lease. Um, <laughs> That's a big deal. Yeah, right? that is a big deal. It's a big <laughs> sacrifice. And we're like, all right. We did it. We, uh, we're going to meet the end of our contract. So we're definitely going to renew. So we're going to be here for a bit. If anybody has heard anything, Taylor's going to grow significantly in the next five years. Samsung had just announced that they're going to be putting their second fabrication site and other in large technological industries are coming in and uh, we just hope to grow along with it. And, you know, we, we didn't think much of what was going to happen with this place, but we see the tidal wave coming and we're ready to ride that tidal wave, you know, and make it such a fun experience for everybody. And we're going to keep that in mind and make sure like, you know, we're just not just a place where, you know, we just unloaded games and for people to like come in, drop coin and, and just kind of go crazy on it. We, we want you to learn the rule sets we want you to have a good time where you spend like two three hours in the blink of an eye you know so you know taking baby steps but you know we're we're still a mom and pop shop so we're 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 making it through and we didn't even mention that we didn't even mention that you guys aren't coin drop you are a free play arcade and the value of a free play setting is fantastic i feel mm-hmm. like because you get to try again and again and again and again and you can really keep trying to like learn and get where you want to be so i think that's a really a really valuable a valuable thing also you don't have to get all the little tags which is nice exactly yeah for sure <laughs> i love that so much and i'm just going to float this out there i'm just it's just an idea i didn't mention it to rebecca but i'm just saying rebecca 
I feel the hangout could be a good place for the Bat City Open. Just oh. the, yeah, throwing it out. I, I'm not like I'm not committing y'all to anything. I'm just floating it as an idea. <laughs> the Bat City Open needs a home, so just it. Bat City Open does need a home for for our newer listeners. The Bat City Open was the large premiere, like it was a circuit uh, tournament for IFPA. Unfortunately, it was home at Buffalo Billiards, you know, RIP Buffalo, but it hasn't been put on since Buffalo closed, you know, because of COVID and everything. So they need a new home. And I'm like, I'm like, like, we, as we were talking, I'm like, oh, my God, the hangout would be perfect. I was like, it's chill. I wonder if they would let us take over the hall- hallways for a weekend. I could <laughs> definitely get really that loud. Feel like you would have like miserable acoustics, but I, but you know, like I don't know what the situation is because what I remember from Bat City Open is is like you have your bass machines, and then everybody brings machines, oh, and wow. then yeah, like the community also donated machines. Yeah, I remember because we had a break shot and we didn't even participate, but we were like, sure, you can use our break shot for this tournament and haul it all the way upstairs in a creaky, blank and old building. So, I mean, there's a lot of space there. Yeah, let's do it. I I think I could swing it. Don't worry. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I was just flown idea, man. But I I just think oh, that yeah. there's a lot of like pluses because there's snacks. Talk to Colin. Talk to Colin. You're talking to uh, the dreamer. Uh, uh, now you hooked me. Now we got to make it a reality, and that's uh, Eloise's job. Oh so. my god. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll we'll put a note into Colin, who like Colin. I think he's actually in Germany right now. But uh, we'll put a note into Colin <laughs> since he runs it. But I was just thinking, like they got snacks, they got drinks. There's like a giant parking mm-hmm. lot, which is usually mm-hmm. a huge problem. And I was like, why couldn't they have it there? I was like, it would be amazing. So more to come on that, listeners. More to come. <laughs> All right. We're gonna move into our big segment, which is inside the pinball arcade. I'm gonna let Rebecca run this one. We're gonna give Lauren's poor voice a break. Yeah, my break. And my voice is like, Lauren. Stop. But uh, but we're going to let Rebecca run the show here. So, Jorge, Eloisa, are you ready to play Inside the Pinball Arcade? Let's do it. Do-do-do-do. do We won't get sued. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm going to start off with Eloisa. Eloisa, what machine do you love? Um, right now, I love Stranger Things. Um, well, before... Uh, when we started, uh, my favorite game was Adam's Family. I didn't know which other game to try to learn. <laughs> <laughs> but then it was just like mean to me. So I'm like, oh, well, I need to find another one. <laughs> so then Stranger Things, when it came in, I'm like, oh, yes. And I just was able to learn all the shots and I got just better at it. Um, it's just something, uh, I don't know, it's a fun game to me. <laughs> so I enjoy playing it. Stranger Things is amazing. Jorge, yes. what about you? Uh, it's going to be Elvira's House of Horrors. I know. I know. It's I know. so good. It's it okay. has a deep gameplay. I got Kappa angry, uh, and I freak out every time. Like, I actually <laughs> get him angry, and I don't know what to do. I usually just drain the balls, and I'm like, ah, damn it. <laughs> it's so good. It's such a great game. Um, we would like it. Uh, <clears throat> but on the note, so now that we've talked about the games that you loved... Jorge, what game do you hate? Or maybe not hate, but strongly dislike? Uh, I loathe Hercules. The big one? Yeah, the big old one. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like, why am I even trying? And I try and I <laughs> have a bad experience every time. 
I think that's the first time, Lauren, we've ever had somebody say Hercules. I've never had anybody say Hercules because it's like, it's so unusual that you're Mm -hmm. like, this is so weird. Like, it is a pinball game. But at the same time, it's so weird that I'm like this. I don't even categorize it as like, I feel like it's just like odd novelty Um, for we'll put a link in the show notes, listeners, for those of you who haven't seen Hercules is like five times the size of a normal pinball machine you're essentially using don't they use like softballs it looks like Like, softballs like they look like giant like cue balls like like they're like the size of a cue ball from like a pool table like it's this massive (laughs) thing it's ridiculous um i can see why like as a purist you're like i hate this because it's like so wonky but at the same time like uh but we've never had that answer before so that's interesting i like it i like it (laughs) eloisa what about you Uh, i guess kiss (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which kiss um the the stern okay i don't know i, I love kiss I, you know I, I love their music it's just i don't know it, it's just i it's mean i don't know yes <laughs> it's mean yes it is i guess that's that's to summarize it yes it's mean <laughs> it's mean it's mean <laughs> <laughs> let's see eloisa we're gonna come back to you for what is your favorite pinball sound and this can be like a sound that comes from a game, like a sound package, or it could be like a sound that the game makes. Um, I guess um, going back to my uh, first machine that I've ever played, uh, which was uh, Funhouse. Mm-hmm. I just enjoyed the callouts from um, just Rudy. You know, <laughs> it was just fun to me. <laughs> just all the sounds from from that. Oh man! <laughs> and I would love to have that. Oh, yeah. Have you seen the new Funhouse 2.0 stuff? Like the Rudy's Nightmare? I think what's... I saw it at What's Brewing. I saw... I And I played it at TPF. Cool. Nice. It's interesting. Uh, the sound is a little bit different, but I feel like that o- original Rudy is... It's a vibe. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Jorge, what about you? What is your favorite pinball sound? Um, You know, I had Congo and Ghostbusters here at the same time, and it was really cool to hear uh, Ernie Hudson's callouts going off at around the same time. I'm like, oh, it would get me mixed up. <laughs> but I, I really do like the bells, like uh, the starting chime for 8-Ball. It, mm-hmm. it, it's really nice. That's a great sound. I love your 8-Ball. I love it so much. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Jorge, we're going to come back to you for what is your favorite pinball art package? This is, you know, the, your body of the cabinet, your play field, your bat glass. You know, could be one part of it, could be all of it. Um, I don't have a particular game, but I do have a favorite artist, which is Dirty Donnie. So anything that he's done, I'm like, I could stare at it anytime. And it's just so beautiful the the way he does his art onto these games. So like Metallica, Aerosmith, I'm like, yeah, these are really good looking games. He has a really good style. Yeah, he does have an amazing vibe. I like, I mean, he's always at the Houston Arcade Expo because uh, we can't mention that show enough. And um, it's so much fun to see his artwork. Let's see. Eloisa, what about you? What is your favorite pinball art package? Um, Led Zeppelin. I, I just love all the different colors. Um, for some weird reason, I'm obsessed like with wings, like angels, anything mm-hmm. that has wings. <laughs> it's just all of it is just really nice. I do really love the colors on that yes. game. It is really yes. pretty. It's my favorite color, like the with like the warm oranges and the pinks and the purples. Like it's beautiful. It's a really like psychedelic <laughs> like aesthetic, but I like how they blend it all together. 
Yes. I mean, the pro is cool with the album art, but I really do like the the premium and the LE art I better than than the pro artwork. But I mean, that's all really great. But yeah, that's that's a, some really cool art stuff. I like that. So I do not know what the answer to some of these other questions are. I mean, I don't think I knew the answers to any of them. But I'm curious, Eloisa, what is your grail pin? Now, this is the pinball machine that you do not currently own. That is like your number one thing to own if money were not an object. <laughs> I just keep going back back to it. It's just like I have to have fun house. Like it's just like <laughs> I just have to. This is what got me started into pinball. And I just I want it. And I told Jorge, like, we just we have to get it one day. <laughs> so do you hear that, listeners? If you've got a lead on a fun house and it's not outrageously expensive. We know buyers. We we know yes. we know some folks who want one. So <laughs> you know they did just renew their renew their lease. So be flexible. <laughs> They're in it to win it, y'all. There yes. You go. <laughs> Jorge, what about you? What is your grill pin? Uh, Lebowski. Ha- I wanna have a chance to play it. Uh, I love the movie. Um, I know I would enjoy the callouts. So. I hope to get my fingers on it, like, hopefully soon. I, I heard somebody will be getting a Lebowski soon, so we'll see. Ooh. <laughs> that'll be exciting. I've never played a Lebowski. Oh, man. I've never had a chance. Like, they did have one at TPF, but I just did not have time to stop and, like, wait in line to play it. Oh, man. No way. Yeah, they had one. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> I got to play it after setup. We were setting up, and then the folks at Coin Taker let me flip the Funhouse 2.0 and the Lebowski. Um, oh, yeah. I got a ball house. I got a ball stuck in Funhouse, like literally immediately, because <laughs> I'm really good th- at breaking games. And then uh, Lebowski is it's really really fun. It's not like super duper deep, but it like reminds me of like the cla- it reminds me of the classics like Attack from Mars and Medieval Madness, where it's not oh, like cool. insanely deep, but like. The theming is everything. Like if For you sure. love Big Lebowski, that you're you'll love this game. Nice. So, Jorge, we'll come back to you. What is your favorite pinball tournament and or event? I want to say it was last time Bells and Chimes held their event over at the Hangout. Like Lauren Aww. said, like you guys Aww. rolled in deep in your <laughs> matching shirts. So I was like, you guys caught me by surprise because I was le- I was exiting the room and you guys were coming in and I just saw Lauren and Christine with their matching shirts. I was like, oh, that's cool, you know, whatever. And then like, as I was about to make my way out, more girls came in with the same matching shirts. <laughs> I was like, what's going on? It's a gang. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but I just knew like we were going to have a good time, you know, and it was like a what a five strike tournament. It was a five strike, yeah. And it it went on pretty long. And towards the end, I was like, "Let's just play music. Let's just get people moving." <laughs> and just like it was such a great time. And I was like, we were like, look, Eloise and I were just looking at each other. We're like, holy, we got <laughs> like our friend. We had some friends coming on, and we're doing this, you know, playing music and. I'm sure we had a lot of people's heads poking in and being like, what is going on? And I was just like vibing it. I was like, yes, let's just keep this thing going. This is what fuels our fire. I was like, let's have more of this. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. Yeah, that was actually one of like my favorite like pinball tournaments I've ever done ever. I mean, we love like traveling, but we had never traveled. Like we had one, two, three. 
I think that there were five or six of us that came up from San Antonio. We all dressed the same. We did look like a girl gang. Um, but we were like so excited to travel together and then go play with the Austin Bells. Because a lot of us will go up and play in Austin, like onesies or twosies. But like all of us traveling together, we had the best time. And and again, we know all the Austin Bells and they know us. So for us, it's kind of like, you know, kind of a family reunion sort of thing. And, you know, I had a couple of micheladas in me um, because the bar was across the way. And then I, like, I had like a sandwich. And it was it was good times. Good times were had by all. Oh yes, it was. We started. I will never forget it because we started like we were dressed nice. We were in our sparkly jackets. We got our sparkly hats on, and by the end of the night, we were so cooked. (laughs) We had so much fun. We were so exhausted. Like the hats were off, the jackets were off, the hair was down, and then it was up. Like. Yeah, it was a few weeks before TPF, I believe. Like, it wasn't that long ago. And we were just like, man, we were like, like, it was like we did. Like, we, there's pictures of us and we look so cute. We're like, not that we mm-hmm. weren't cute later on, but like, you could tell, like, the evening has worn on, drinks have been had, food has been eaten, and like, my hat's under the table, my jacket is off, I'm hot, sweaty. Yep. <laughs> we're done. We are so like, done. Jorge got a really good picture of us on the stairs. He did get a good picture of us on the stairs. It was so cute. We were like adorbs. And it was like, oh, look at all the like bells and chimes. It was like so much fun. So. It was a very high school picture. It was very in high, a high school. Oh, yeah, for oh, yeah. sure. <laughs> and I, uh, just seeing like everybody like lined up, up uh, against the stairwell. And I was like, man, I can't believe all these people came up. And I was like, <laughs> this is nice. I wanted somebody to sign my trapper keeper. That's all I'm saying. I had those vibes between the lockers and the school, the stairwell school picture. I'm like, yes, yes, all the things. (gasps) Oh my God, Lauren, I have an idea. We will talk about this. We should coordinate with Houston and Dallas and we should do Bells and Chimes yearbook. (gasps) Oh my God. Instead of classes, we'll have like, Austin, San Antonio, like Dallas, Houston. Oh man! Oh my God! We can have our, you know, idea. like our like founders. They can be like our teachers. Like we can put them first and like bigger, and it'll be, it'll <laughs> oh, be a God. thing. You'll be Miss Lauren, Miss oh, Christina, no. Miss Tina. It's great. It's great. It's great. Eloisa, <laughs> I gotta come back to you. <laughs> what is your favorite pinball tournament or event? Well, it's gonna have to be the same. Just what Jorge <laughs> said, bells and chimes. Uh, you know, this is really uh, my second tournament ever. So I had a blast. Um, I mean, the first one, you know, I didn't do that great. I did get disqualified. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I learned from my mistakes. And then just the second one, it was just like, we had so much fun. Um, I'm always trying to get other um, friends um, to join me. And some of them, they're like, oh, no, I'm not ready. And this and that. I'm like, who cares? Just, just, just do it. And, you know, let's just have fun. And, you know, it's just, I had a great time. It It was so much fun. (laughs) I love it. I remember your first tournament because I was, Christina and (laughs) I went to that one as well. But it was just Christina and me. No, there's, because your girlfriend came and she like owned it like a boss and she won a bunch of stuff. But that's not the thing I remember the most. I remember her dude was there and he was like cheering her on. He had a sign. Who's that dude, man? I was like, that's awesome. I was like, that's couple goals right there. Yes. <laughs> He's just sitting there watching her with a sign. I was like, oh my God. And she, they were so, she was so excited. And like, mm-hmm. we, we got her a shirt. We're like, 
girl who could do all the things. But Bells and Chimes, I feel like, has that built-in community, especially, like, the Central Texas Bells. I mean, we we obviously are friends with our Bells in Houston and our Bells in Dallas. But, like, Austin, San Antonio, we, like, hang out so much that it's like, yeah, what's up? We're all cousins. Yeah. Yeah, we're all cousins. That's how it is. So much fun. (laughs) All right. Eloisa, who or whom... Living past, real, famous, or fictional. You know, you could go with, like, book character or, like, animated. If you want to play them with Animaniacs, like, go for it. But whom <laughs> or whom would you like to play pinball with? Um, I would love to play pinball with Lady Gaga. <laughs> I'm a big fan. Um, I think she's just awesome. And I, she's so open-minded. Like, I feel like it would be so much fun just playing with her. And I could teach her, you know, some tricks, show her. And I think it would be fun. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I feel like she'd be into it, too. I feel like she would be into it. Also, for right? where's my Lady Gaga machine, you guys? But that's yeah, the next one. Right? <laughs> it's on my short list of music pins. Jorge, what about you? Um, I really like seeing pictures of old bands from the 70s and 80s, like, next to a pinball machine. So I would rather just, like, play pinball and and shoot the shit. Um, with a bunch of those bands and getting to know them and, you know, just uh, one thing I, I really do enjoy about pinball is just like uh, passing time with each other. Like you, you don't have to be paying attention to what the score is, but if you're having a good time with another, you know, buddy or two and just like, just laughing about it, that's what it's all about. And I think, you know, partying with these bands, that'd be, that'd be really cool. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And then the last and final question, after this, you have succeeded in the pinball arcade and your Backbox Pinball Podcast experience. Jorge, what is your dream theme? Uh, I've always thought about it, and I've always wanted to make it diverse and inclusive. And I thought about my dream theme would be 36th Chamber of Shaolin, the Kung Fu movie. And if you were to like use music from Wu Tang Clan, like you're gonna bring in so many different yes! people from so yes! many different groups. And an easy way to do the rule setup is just like set it up like a TMNT, where you get your your fighter and you train them, and you just go through like all those training modes and just make it so diverse, you know. And and if you watch anything like the Kung Fu movies, you just see like this one person trying like you know, go from being a weak student to a masterclass hero, you know, and, you know, I think it would be a pretty cool wizard mode if they could figure all that out, you know, you know, if anybody's got some, some, uh, Stern who has all the, the power to do it, like, let's, let's talk. I like how Godzilla was made with the old school Godzilla movies, you know, they didn't revert back to the new ones. So like the 60s, 70s and 80s style vibe uh, as video play and Wu-Tang, pumping music in the background i think they got something that would be amazing Wu-Tang. i love that i love that so much that's like you like bridge the thing like oh my god that's like i hadn't even thought about those two together but now i'm like I'm right <laughs> i'm like oh man we'll be talking about like... this later off the air like next time i see you i'm like we're gonna talk yes. about this like sketch out a play field <laughs> we need this we need this um eloisa what is your dream theme um for me um i i love music i'm a singer so something that has to do with like a garage band, like turn professional band theme of like where you kind of like American Idol, I don't know, where you just go <laughs> to different levels and just try to, you know, you start from the bottom 
and then get up there and you're a professional band in the end. <laughs> I love that. So we could, in theory, retheme Al's Garage Band to Eloise's Garage Band. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I that. <laughs> now I feel really bad that I told Jordan, no, don't buy it. <laughs> Shame. I love it. I love it. I love all these music pins. Yes. <laughs> oh, good stuff, you guys. Oh, my gosh. Well, again, thank you so much for being on the show. We uh, we are so excited we were able to make our schedules work and you guys came on. We love the Hangout. It's somewhere both Rebecca and I enjoy. And we always, whenever I'm like, you got to go. If you're in Austin, you got to head up to Taylor. It's like a must-see place. So if people want to find out more about the, the Hangout and all the stuff you guys are doing, where can they find you on the interwebs? Uh, you can find us on uh, Instagram and Facebook. Just uh, search the Hangout Pinball Lounge. Uh, we also got a website, hangoutpinballlounge.com. And just kind of, we stay more active on Instagram. So, you know, just keep an eye out from there and uh, message us, you know. If you have any questions, let us know and we'll reach out to you. Awesome sauce. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you again for being here. Um, we love you guys. And we're excited to see what you guys do next. Now, because you're in it to win it, like I said earlier, because you just signed the lease. So you, y'all aren't going anywhere, just so you know. No. So we love it. We love it. Thank you for having us. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having us. No, thank you guys for being on the show. Uh, Rebecca, yay. Yay, we did it. We made it. Are you pumped? Like, I mean, this was a good week, starting week, because, you know, you got pinball all week, girl, and on the weekend. It's all week. And I've been, like, watching a lot of Cop Rock. So I am just, like, feeling myself and my bad TV and my bad movies right now. So I am, ugh, like, life is good. I just need to do all of my laundry and pack. <laughs> and somehow figure out how to get that really sparkly. I think I'm going to have to wear that sparkly hat on the plane. You should totally wear it on the plane. <laughs> I'm a little nervous because we're flying out like in golden hour. And I'm just like, oh, man, like, am I going to be the person who makes everybody shut their windows? Because it's going to be like human disco ball head, like showing up <laughs> on this plane. So I hadn't thought about that. That Oh, my God, you're going to be like the one where I like, snap my window closed. Like, thanks. Yeah, I'm going to be the person that everybody hates on the plane. Thanks. Thanks. No. But it's so beautiful. Like, I'm, but there's only, there's no real way to travel with that thing. Like, it's. No, you wear it. You gotta wear it. You know, but I know that I'll be in MGC on my birthday, but there is a monthly Bat City tournament at the Hangout on Sunday, May 1st, which is my birthday. So, my birthday wish is is that, yeah, it's my birthday. I just won't be there um, because everything's happening. I know, it's okay. It's okay. So, for everybody, who isn't at MGC and seeing me for my birthday. My birthday wish um, would be that everybody go to the Hangout on Sunday. <laughs> cool, yeah, come on To out. go play pinball there yeah. for my birthday, if you're not playing it with actually me. <laughs> well, happy birthday, Rebecca. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm aging. It's great. It's all right. You're like a fine wine. <laughs> aging is fun. It's totally fun. I have face cream. It's supposed to make the wrinkles go away. I will here. The, the this will the bangs that yeah I got bangs will solve like, the problem. That, yeah, that's yeah. what happens when you turn Ta-da! like no wrinkles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's great. That's what bangs are for. It's called bang talks. Bang talks. Oh god. All right, everyone. Um, if you are interested, uh, you can always send us an email if you 
love the show, hate the show, whatever, backboxpinballpodcast at gmail.com. Um, of course, you can visit our website, backboxpinballpodcast.com. We'll put links to everything we talked about today in the show notes. Thank you so much for being with us and thank you for all that you do. And um, I hope you guys have an amazing week or two weeks from the next time we chat. Take care of yourselves, take care of each other and keep flipping. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to the Backbox Pinball Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. To receive updates and the latest episodes, make sure to subscribe to our podcast on your podcatcher of choice. Also, we'd love for you to post a review on Apple Podcasts. To look at dream themes, show notes, and more, visit our website at www.backboxpinballpodcast.com. Again, that's backboxpinballpodcast.com. Thanks for listening and keep flipping.